0: A big part of that transition, a lot of grief came up, but, you know, I'm not perfect. don't expect you guys to be, and I'm always on, I'm on this healing journey and always expanding, always evolving myself. And at that time, I didn't allow myself to channel some of that grief. I didn't allow myself to the space needed for that grief to be felt, to come up and out, So what happened over the next couple days? uh, My immune system was wrecked.
1: Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma.
0: Welcome, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. I am your host, as always, Harrison, here today for your second bonus episode of this episodic weekly podcast schedule. We're back today talking about the chakra system, part two, and I'm excited I'm excited to go deeper with you. I have received some feedback from the first episode that we did, and I know it all landed really grounded with you, and it gave people some insight and some knowledge and some wisdom into this idea of using the chakras as a healing modality. And today we're going to finish it all off. So I'll get to all of that in a second, but I want to just, as we start here, do some housekeeping just to set the stage here and give some love and really create the container as we move forward. So first of all, as I just alluded to, I want to thank a lot of the people that have been listening, you in general for listening, but also the individuals who have been leaving feedback and comments on these episodes overall, but specifically on these bonus episodes, because they're really helping me formulate, you know, what I want to share, what I want to give, and what I want to teach you. So Thank you for sharing your feedback in, in reviews, in, on social media, Clubhouse, Instagram. And what I would say here is keep them coming. So I want to keep building these kinds of bonus sessions for you to give you the best insight, the best connection into your cosmic love antenna across physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual insights so you really shape that. So keep them coming. Let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know what you think of, you know, what you want in the future. Uh, I'm really going to shape this, as I just mentioned, based off what you need, what you want and what you deserve. So let me know if you want more topics with the chakras, if you, I'm going to do it in a child, but maybe let me know what you want around that. If you want to hear about ancestral healing, if you want to hear about, you know, other aspects, dreams, dreams is a popular one that I talk about a lot. If you want to hear about other holistic healing modalities, just let me know right again. And the ways that you can do that are through Apple reviews on social media, Instagram, shoot me a message, clubhouse, you get the idea. Moving on from here today, I would also, before you listen to this episode, if you have not listened to part one of the chakra healing podcast here, I would go back and listen to that because we talked about, I talked about the first three chakras in the chakra system. And I also gave foundation of why this is important, right? Why why even use the chakra system as a way to heal, right? Why use it as a part of this cosmic love antenna transformation? So go back and tune into that. So you can really connect to the meaning, you can connect to the root, the sacral and the solar plexus. And so it's a natural progression. Today, I'm also, as some of the feedback has been coming through, I'm also going to be adding More of Harrison (laughs) to the information that I'm going to give, meaning that I've got some comments about people wanting to hear more of my story and my connection to the chakras. And I've been doing that to a degree throughout the episodes. But as you have requested and I am answering, I'm going to do a little bit more of that. So, with what I'm going to share about the chakras today the heart, the throat, the third eye, the crown I'm going to add a bit of my not just my experience, but my relationship with them in my own healing journey, right? Because I think that's really what connects to you as a beautiful listener. But with that, I hope you enjoy today's session. I love you very much. Get your pen and paper out, get your heart, have your heart open. And remember, as we take this journey into the chakra system, remember to listen to how your body responds throughout this. Right? because your chakras are listening and open and ready to receive already. So really adding in some awareness, really adding in some loving space. And like I just mentioned, an open mind, an open heart, you'll get the most out of this session today. All right, so let's get into it. So where we left off last session was talking about We hit on the root, we hit on the sacral, and we hit on the solar plexus, and that's where we ended it. And today, where we're going to pick everything up, where we're going to start, is the heart center. And where I'm going to really begin this little journey here today is reminding you of the power of the heart and what it actually is. Why? It is one of the most powerful spaces and places within you to not only connect in to with your healing journey, but also your ignition of your holistic being. A part of the cosmic love antenna is remembering that deep space of love that's inside of you. And I'm not just talking about the fleeting experience and emotion of love. I'm talking about the embodiment and the spiritual connection to love the love of what you actually are. And that is really what the heart signifies. The heart is also the bridge between the human being with the lower chakras, the, the root, the sacral, the solar plexus. They represent our, the human animal, the beautiful human you know, experience, the human living inside of us. That they're, they're the lower three chakras, the upper three chakras, the throat, the third eye and the crown, that is the spiritual being. And the heart is the bridge. The heart is the bridge between these two aspects of what we are, the spiritual being and the human being. It is the bridge and also the seat of the soul, as I was just speaking to prior, right? It is your deep, powerful, spiritual home. Moving from there, we need to see what one of the main roles of the heart is in your healing. And the heart, its main superpower is the balance of giving and receiving of love, both with yourself, so giving love outwards from yourself and receiving love from yourself, but most importantly also in the relationships that you have. The heart chakra is the first space and place within you in which your internal love meets the world. And so we've build, been building up some of our self-love around our root our physical body, our sacral, our sexual being, our solar plexus, the the little self, the, the individualized self, our little values, our power. Now all of that love has the opportunity through the heart space to interact with other beings. So when you're looking at your healing journey, where is this giving and receiving of love imbalanced? Where is this giving and receiving of love? Where are you being the superhero and giving too much to the world outside of you? Where are you not allowing yourself to receive the love, the nurturing, the support
1: from, again, either the external world or even yourself? We need to remember that your heart center, your heart chakra is the lens in which you can view the world through. This is your heart home. So what is the state of that heart center.
0: Some physiological connections that we could relate to the heart chakra, that if you're looking to heal, go deeper into, remember, a big part of the chakra system is connecting the physical to the emotional, energetic, and the spiritual. So remember, the way that we do one thing is the way that we do all things. So some physiological parameters of the heart chakra would be blood pressure, right? circulation, your immune system, right? We know that most of the chakras lie on hormonal glands. One of the, one of the glands for the heart chakra that is very important in relation to the, to your immune system is the thymus gland, right? And the thymus, a big part of its role, it governs your immune system. So if there is an imbalance between your giving and receiving of love, for example, there's also a potential and an awareness needed to bring to with your immune system connection to the immune system and that and that giving and receiving of love. Let's go a little bit deeper. So we talked about in last the last session how there are certain emotions certain feelings that can surround certain heart certain chakras. And the heart chakra is no different, the biggest one that can be suppressed, repressed, ignored, in the heart center is grief, grief and unprocessed sadness. So, when we're connecting this back to our healing journey and more specifically where we are not healing, where have there been events in your actual, so your current reality, or more importantly, your past reality, you know, maybe a childhood event, where were you not
1: allowed to express that grief? Where is there some grief still holding on? I'll share a story here from my experience around the heart chakra and
0: connection to the immune system and grief. I, At the end of last year, I lost my home. There were some flash floodings in Australia where I live. And when that occurred, you know, from a chakra perspective, there was many things going on. But let's keep it to the heart lens. A big part of that transition, a lot of grief came up you know, I'm not perfect, don't expect you guys to be. And I'm always on, I'm on this healing journey and always expanding, always evolving myself. And at that time, I didn't allow myself to channel some of that grief. I didn't allow myself to the space needed for that grief to be felt, to come up and out. So what happened over the next couple of days? uh, My immune system was wrecked. Right. I um I often find myself in, in states of low immunity. That is when I get cold sores. So I get cold sores around my around my lips. And that is something that often correlates to immune system dysregulation or immune system fluctuation. And do you think it was a coincidence that I also was holding on to this grief emotion energy in this heart space? I do not. When I did release the grief, when I was able to process it, ground, come back into the body, do many things that I practice, I was able to heal. And
1: that that infection, that feeling, that grief moved on. It's one little example. Where can you release
0: grief in your life? Remember, there is also an ancestral element to the
1: chakras. So when you're looking at these emotions, this grief might not be yours
0: the grief might be passed on either it's usually i've found in the mother line so the left remember each chakra has a left and a right and a feminine and a masculine they could also be the father too i've generally found it's more feminine but it's both so look look where In your ancestral line, through your mom and your dad, where is there something that has been passed on, some unprocessed sadness and grief, then now you have the opportunity to process
1: and channel through and release. One more little piece here to consider with the heart chakra
0: is over-giving, over-caretaking, over-accommodating. Saying yes when you mean no, this goes back to the balance of giving and receiving of
1: love. Where are you pushing yourself too hard? Where are you, Jung talks about the story gap, right?
0: Where are you saying yes when you actually mean no? Where are you accommodating when there is a voice inside of you
1: that says you don't want to do that? Where are you being the superhero? Where in reality, you need to take a step back and put
0: yourself first big part, big part of the heart chakra, big part of the heart center. Finally, here, before we move on up to the next chakra, just I want you to consider with the heart chakra too, the dynamics in your relationships. Because remember, the heart chakra, the first center that meets the outside world,
1: where your love meets the outside world. So look at where are you feeling possessive in relationships? Where are you
0: loving with conditions? Where are you withholding emotions to punish? Where are you feeling overdramatic? Where are you fearing rejection? Where are you loving too much? Where are you feeling unworthy to receive love, self-pitying, right? All of these dynamics within the relationship with others can be a way where you can bring awareness
1: to the heart chakra, but also for a sense of healing, not just energetically and emotionally, but remember physically too. Let's move up to.
0: I'm biased here. <laughs> I'm biased. And it's probably no surprise. But my favorite, my favorite chakra, my favorite center. The in my Saturn returns and the stage of life that I'm at at the moment. This is the chakra for me in my development that is most active. For you too, if you are in that Saturn return sort of age frame. Remember, each chakra is connected to our de- developmental process and is and is growing and expanding based of how we are growing and expanding. And the throat chakra fits into that sort of age frame, the 20, 28, 29, 30, 31, you get the idea. And the throat chakra, the main sort of theme of this center is communication,
1: the expression, to be more specific, the expression of your truth. Communication is not just with your words. That is a very big part of this heart,
0: uh, this throat chakra. And we'll get into that more. But remember that also communication around the throat center can be connected to your hands. If you're watching the video of this, you can see me. If you've seen me on videos, you see me use my hands a lot. It's because it's not a coincidence, right? Again, the throat chakra, the most active part of my life at the moment, also connected to my hands. So symptoms, symptomology around the hand space, the arm space, also connected to the throat center energetically. This is the center in which we express and share our energetic resonance with the world. Right. So we just talked about the heart center, which is the space in which love, our love connects. Firstly, but it's, but it's connecting, the heart chakra is connecting to others energetically, right? We have an electromagnetic field around the heart and that is what it connects to others. But through the throat, we connect to others through our words. This is where our truth that we defined back in our solar plexus now has the opportunity to move through our heart, to be mixed with love. And then if we allow it, we then share that truth of love with the world, with the wor- world through our words, with the world through our words. Say that three times fast.
1: <laughs> I'm here to remind you that you deserve to speak your truth. You have a right to be
0: heard and to speak what is on your heart. So the question for you to start healing In this area, connecting to the physiological elements, the thyroid being a big one. Where are you not speaking? Where are you withholding your truth? Remember, we create the reality that we want through our words. We create the reality that we deserve through the sentences,
1: through the paragraphs, through the speeches that we construct. So look at look at where you are withholding this innate right that you have.
0: Going back to the thyroid, the thyroid is the main physiological connection again, right? Remember hormonal gland connected to a chakra center. The hormones are the bridge in which connects the spiritual, energetic, and emotional to the physical. If you're having hyper, hypo, thyroid challenges, if you're having Remember, the thyroid gland, a big part of it governs a lot of our hormonal regulation. If there is hormonal irregulation and you are also not speaking up to your boss, not sharing your truth with your partner, not speaking the thing that needs to be said to your dad, there
1: is a high chance that you're also having that thyroid irregulation. So now you have the opportunity to step into this. Where are you being too afraid of being wrong? But at the same time, you have this burning desire to share and howl at the moon. (laughs) So you can see that if you're listening to this, you can see probably why this is my favorite sentence
0: to tune into because it's always, as I speak to you right now on this podcast. I'm being very mindful of the words that move through my voice I'm being very mindful of what I'm sharing with you, what you deserve to hear, but I'm putting myself first, meaning that I am speaking from my place of truth. And I know that if I do that, if I mix that truth with love, then you, how you receive it, I've completed my part of the relationship, how you receive those words, that's your part of the relationship. So that is one way to move through this. Is to remember that, and like I said, a big part of the challenge with the throat chakra is that we worry about how we're going to be received, how we're going to be handled. So a couple of steps I would do here is remember that if you've defined that truth in your solar plexus, and then you have wrapped it in love through that heart chakra, you have ticked all the boxes that you deserve to tick. And from that space, you should
1: speak and let go. How it's received how it's interpreted, how it's taken, that is on the person. Remember, we don't want to harm anyone, but that's what the love piece for, is for.
0: If we mix our truth with love, if we, don't, if we skip the heart chakra step, then that's where we have a challenge. But if we add, so let me use an example of anger, Right, if we have anger coming up from the solar plexus and we don't add love to the anger, what's going to happen? There's a high chance that that anger that expresses through my words, through my throat chakra, is going to turn out as rage. It's going to turn out as an unbalanced expression
1: of something that needs to be said. So mix the truth with love, and you cannot go wrong. I promise you. Some other little tips here. So we can break down
0: the throat chakra with a left and a right. So again, the left side the feminine the right side the masculine the left side the mother the right side the father remember ancestral healing when you bring it into the chakras it's very relevant the left side we could connect to that which we do not say or express not speaking up for yourself right? repressed emotions that weigh us down poor thyroid due to not saying what due to, due to not saying what you want
1: the right side speaking but not being heard It's a big one, the masculine left to, you know, this could stem from being left out to cry as a child, the inner child element, feeling like your needs don't matter. That also includes this and this inner dialogue. This is inner dialogue too. So not
0: speaking to ourselves, or speaking to ourselves and us not listening. Right? We can repeat affirmations over and over and over internally again, but if we're not hearing it,
1: if we're not connecting to it, if we're just saying them for the sake of saying them and not really feeling and acknowledging them, then that's a problem. We're not listening. right? So again, just to re- reiterate this, the left side, that which we do
0: not say or express, so holding it in, hypothyroid, too little. The right side, speaking but not being heard, or speaking too much, read too much. That's the other element of the right side. It's, it's not just speaking but not being heard. It's also speaking overly too much and not feeling confident with our words. Let me give an example here. Maybe many of you who are listening to this podcast right now have heard me on, on Clubhouse speaking. And maybe if so, if that is the case, I'm sure you understand this example. We've been in many, you've probably been in many rooms and spaces where you've heard someone just go on and on and on and on. And I'm not here to disparage that person. I've been in that place as well. But that's an example of they have a truth to speak. They have value to give, but they're they're overly sharing because there is a part of them that is either unconscious or conscious that fears that they need to say all of the things or they're not going to be heard. They need to jam all of the elements into the sentence because if not, they have no value. I'm not objectively saying that. I'm saying that is a sort of limiting belief that we could have. And that's how it can express itself through the throat chakra, energetically, emotionally, and a physiological element of that would be hyperthyroidism. Too much masculine energy. Are you getting the point
1: here? So I hope that resonates and uh, just to sort of maybe wrap this up with the throat chakra, I'll uh, share another story about, you know, my experience with it and,
0: you know, the throat chakra, like I've mentioned right now is quite active for me. And I, uh, I started on the Clubhouse platform you know, just over a year now ago, just maybe you know, thirteen months, and before that, I my voice, I wouldn't say was non-existent, but it was, it wasn't trained. It I hadn't leaned into it yet. I live in a a small town in Australia. I, you know, I actively make sure that I'm very sort of isolated. You know, I I live by myself, and I would say, I you know, the main, main points of connection I have in my world are my family, not many friends, not many connections, again, my choice, but that's the way I live. And due to that environment, there wasn't much opportunity for me to express my voice, my truth, my words. Then when Clubhouse came along, I suddenly had the opportunity to share my voice and my value and my, my
1: love with the world. And the amount of shifting that has occurred, the amount of transformation that has
0: been brought into my word, brought it into my words and my world.
1: Bit of a Freudian slip there. Interesting. Has been immeasurable. And that's purely from expanding
0: this throat center, purely from allowing the space for my value and my love to be expressed. So my question to you with this story is where can you, Implement that in your world? Where can you implement more space for the words and the truth to be spoken? Where can you acknowledge your innate needs and wants and speak them, communicate them, even if they're to yourself? This is healing. This is how we balance and bring awareness to this chakra center. All right, let's keep it flowing. So the next center that we're going to hit on as I take a short little water break the next center that is on my list that we're going to hit you could probably guess what we're, where we're gonna go next is the third eye and we've made the transition right we've made the we've talked about the heart right the the bridge between the human and the spiritual we've talked about the the, the throat center, which is the communication. We're starting to tune in more spiritually to the truth that is beyond the physical that we wish to share. Now, the third eye, we're, we're, we're going deep, right? The third eye is, to put very simply, that which we see, the seeing. This is our seeing beyond the physical. This is our intuition. This is our innate wisdom. This is our dreaming. This is our insight. This is our voyances, our spiritual senses. For people new to this, these are the spiritual versions of all of your physical senses. So you're seeing, you're hearing, you're smelling, you're tasting, you're feeling. These are your clear senses. So when we're starting to bring some chakra healing awareness
1: to this center, we need to be aware of these themes. The pineal gland. Again,
0: keeping with the theme of the hormone, hormonal glands connected to these energetic centers that allow for a physiological manifestation of them if there is imbalance, if there is healing that's needed, look at the pineal gland. Where is there something off with that, right? Your circadian rhythms. I'll get to that with the next center, but it has a little bit of an impact here in the third eye as well. Where are you not allowing the space for your innate intuitive senses to come up and out? Where are you not allowing the space for your innate spiritual senses to come up and out? Where are you ignoring your dreamscape? If you've heard me talking before, you've probably heard me speaking to your ability to dream, right? Your dreaming world, your dreamscape is just as important as your waking state. I would actually say it's more important. (laughs) I would look up the term Maya, the great illusion. They, it's an Eastern Central American philosophies as well, Eastern philosophy, Central American. And uh, they refer to Maya being the great illusion. The great illusion is not the, dreamsca- the dream state or the dreamscape. It is your waking state. So that shows the importance. So where are you disconnected from your dreams? How can you lean into them more to further balance and bring equilibrium to this third eye center to maybe help with something physiological in this area. Where are you not allowing your creative intelligence to come up? We talked about your creation connected to your sacral center, but now in the third eye, this is where we mix our intelligence, our wisdom with that creative, innate creative being that we are. So where are you, allow, where are you not allowing that to happen is the question. Are you the kind of person, much like myself, what I was for a while, are you the kind of person that says, I'm not creative, but I'm not, I don't, that's just a thing that some people have. I don't have it. <laughs> and I'm right there with you. I definitely fall into that archetype I did for a while. But I'm here to remind you, as I did in the first, first episode, we are all creative beings. So if you are not leaning into your creative ability, how are you stopping that? What are you doing to stop that? The third eye is also connected to, I mentioned the electromagnetic field that is around the heart. We also would have one around our sort of sensory alignment. This is our sort of magnetoreceptors, our magnetic field navigation, our spatial awareness, right? We know of our inner ear, we know of the, the, the equilibrium that we have internally. So if there's something off there, right, if we are, let me use an example, if you're having balance problems, are you, ha- you going to look at your structure and your form, which would play a part? But are you also going to look at your eyesight, your hearing? Right, remember, these allow us to hold ourselves in space, So if there is something off here with the third eye, can also connect to that,
1: our spatial awareness, our bodily awareness. The third eye, I would also often
0: connect to, and I was just speaking about this this morning in a clubhouse room, feelings of anxiousness or depressiveness. Again, the left side. Often we could connect to the hamster wheel
1: of worry, anxious thoughts, worry about the future, negative anticipation, the right side, the masculine, the father, dwelling on the past, the hamster wheel of
0: regret, depressive symptoms, hard time letting go of old stories. Sound familiar? These are spaces we could look at around the third eye to help you heal, right? So I'm bringing these up bringing these little symptoms, these pieces of awareness to help you dive deeper into the third eye center. We could now, I mentioned how the solar plexus is the birthplace of the ego, the little self, but often where the ego then moves to is the mind, right? The brain structure, which we could also connect to the third eye. So it also start looking heavily at trauma from the past, connect to the third eye. The trauma you'd connect to the whole body, in general, but it would not surprise me. And I've seen this in with clients. I've seen this in myself focusing on the third eye specifically. This could be a, a portal and an opening for some trauma that you deserve to integrate and heal.
1: So allow the space for that. Allow the conversation to be had around that. I would be looking at your physical eyes in general.
0: So making this more physical in terms of if there is eye challenges, this is now connected to the third eye in itself. So don't just look at, you know, having eye challenges as a gut problem or as a glasses problem or as a, you know, a nerve problem. It's definitely all these things, but now add in the energetic third eye piece for your healing journey. Going back to the ego element of the third eye, where are you being highly too much in the logical not in the right-brained, creative, spiritual, open, intuitive, receptive.
1: Where are you being dogmatic? Where are you being authoritarian? Where are you being overly arrogant? Remember, the, the aim of the third eye,
0: to give you sort of a summary here, it allows you to tap into your limitless knowledge, which you can access directly in order to answer the questions for which you tend to look to for others that's a big one right because we do have the answers inside of us say those answers are usually coming from mentors or gurus or therapists you know psychics they have a role but remember you have a big part of these answers inside of you too remember the external world is a mirror focused insight mental clarity Trust and surrender, presence in the moment and
1: inner guidance. This is all an objective and an aim with the third eye center. Another story here for you, a bit of harrison that I'll sprinkle into the third eye, healing
0: of this conversation. I don't know about all of you, but I grew up in a world, specifically in an education system, That told me what to think, not how to think. So I got to a point where I was highly, 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 highly logical. (laughs) Highly, highly in that uh, right brain or that mental, that sort of, I mean, sorry, left brain in that sort of mental structure. You get the idea That, that sort of fully sort of scientific, logical, masculine, just way of thinking. Which has its place, don't get me wrong, but it's all about balance, right? And I felt it so I felt so scared. I felt so scared to move beyond that. That was safe for me. And there's some themes here of the ego structure. Remember, the ego keeps us safe. So there was it's not a coincidence. But I had a, I had an awakening process. And it's not enough time to go into the <laughs> go into that story here in the podcast, but I share it for you listening that if you're feeling the same way, if you're feeling a bit stuck in the mind, a, bit stuck, a bit, bit stuck in the head, a bit stuck in sort of the highly logical way of viewing the world, one, know that, that that's designed that way. That's a whole other conversation. But the systems that are at play in the world make a certain kind of person. So one, don't blame yourself. But two, realize the possibilities that, that, and there's more. Here, there's so much more to you. There was so much more to me that I'm still discovering and expanding. But the more I share my voice, my share my words, get to support, help others, uh, I've been able to move out of that safety zone. I've been able to lean into my intuitive sense, the other side of me, that wisdom, that dreaming, that those clear senses, those spiritual senses that remember, they're unlocked as well when you lean into this third eye center. So hope that helps. I hope that, hope that resonates with people listening with the third eye. I know it can be a bit abstract sometimes, but there, there are some very practical ways to move through this third eye center to bring back healing into your world and connect it to physiological uh, symptomology and solutions. All right. Lucky number last here. Hit on the heart, hit on the throat, just hit on the third eye. Now we're going to finish up, wrap up. This part two of chakra healing with the crown center.
1: And there's a lot here with this one. And let me just start with the name of the podcast, the
0: name of my mission here, both within these episodes that I'm releasing and sharing with you. And my coaching practice is the cosmic love antenna. And the idea of the Cosmic Love antenna is that we want to be able to tap into the deep spiritual love that is inside of us so we can then expand that love and out into the cosmos to connect to the healing, the people, the abundance, the expansion that we deserve. And with the antenna analogy, the tip top of that antenna system is our crown. So just to explain the importance of this crown center, this is the piece of us that everything within starts to meet everything without outside. So I've talked about the heart being the electromagnetic field that that connects to people. I talked about the throat being the words that connect to people. Now the crown is where everything else connects to people. (laughs) Well, and not just people, everything, right? Because God, love, universe, consciousness, source, it is all of us it is me, you are me, we are all the same expressions of the one oneness. And the crown reminds us of that. The crown is the I am. The crown is, the, is the, our connection to a higher power. The crown is the relationship between the little self and the, and the big self. The crown is our relationship to spirituality. As I start, remember, as I start going through all these themes, look at where you are disconnected from these right? And this can help you tune into where you need some awareness for your healing journey, right? This, the crown is also connected to our relationship with death. That's a big one. Where do you have an unhealthy relationship with death? How do you feel about death? I can tell you how I feel, Right, I, uh, You know, being totally transparent and honest, when I think about death, there's a little bit of excitement. And I don't say that in a masochistic kind of way. I say that as someone who feels, who knows and acknowledges that death is merely a transition. Death is a transformation. Death is, I am energy. Energy is not destroyed. So when death occurs, the physical body is decayed, but me as a soul, as a spirit continues on with death. If you do not feel that way, and I'm not here to project my beliefs onto you, but I would ask yourself, how do you feel? If that is not your belief, how do you feel about the belief that you have? Do you feel restricted? Do you feel fearful? Do you feel scared? Or do you feel open and expansive? Because both of those states will create a certain type of environment for healing. And I'll leave it to you to decide which one do you think would be more conducive? Let's keep going with the crown. The crown is also connected to our sense of belonging. I want to share again a bit more about my story. Like I said, I live by myself. I live in a small little home, my little love cave. I see my family, my friends. Well, no, I don't see any physical friends, but I see family when I feel cold. But I spend most of my time by myself. But I'm telling you right now, really honestly and transparently, transparently, transparently.
1: I very rarely feel alone. I very rarely feel disconnected from something more.
0: And I'm not saying that to remind you of, you know, if I'm better than you, it's definitely not. I'm the same as you. But I say that to help you realize that this is obtainable for you as well. And this is to that crown center. If you don't feel like you belong
1: to something more, then look at that. circadian rhythms right I talked about that briefly with the third eye but I would also count the circadian rhythms
0: and our hormonal clock, our our daily in both the man and the woman right the connection to the sun, our our daily circadian rhythm, our daily hormonal clock if there is something off with our circadian rhythm, we could look at our crown center right a symptom a physiological symptom of the crown center would be an imbalanced circadian rhythm. Let's take it a step further. I would also look at your infradian rhythm. This is if you're a female and this is your monthly hormonal clock. How is your monthly hormonal clock as a woman? Do you feel it's balanced or do you feel there is some challenge physiologically with it? If there is a challenge here, a part of your healing journey,
1: in my opinion, would be working at how to bring some more awareness and attention and love to the crown center. You're seeing how these connect and they link the skin, right? The skin,
0: you know, I, physiologically, I would connect the skin to the solar plexus as a detox pathway. I would also connect the skin, mostly solar plexus, something you could say heart to, but a big part of the skin in regards to the hormones, in regards to connection to a higher power is the crown. Right. What does the skin interact with? It interacts with the sun. What is the sun? In many ways, it's a, it's a sort of a relationship to a higher power. Right. To look at your skin condition. How does that connect to the crown? What can you
1: do bringing awareness to the crown, balancing the crown can support the skin? I'm going to go through a couple more here because I know with the crown, it's very deep, but I hope
0: it's resonating. I hope it's connecting. I would also look at, with the crown center, your relationship with time. <laughs> this is a big one in itself, but uh, are you the sort of person that says,
1: I don't have enough time? Right? Are you the sort of person that you say, I'm running out of time?
0: I'm here to remind you that you are the most powerful person in your reality and you are the person in your life that constructs that time relationship. So if you're constantly running from time or running out of time, right, there is an imbalance here that I would connect to the crown chakra. So getting back into balance, bringing back your values, your priorities, right? Yourself, I before we, we before all, where can you put yourself first? So you construct your day where you don't feel like you're running out of time or you don't have enough time. Some more physiological sort of things to be aware of. Around this, you know, chronic fatigue, feeling exhausted all the time, constantly pushing. Big connection to that hormonal gland, hormonal system around the crown. But to sort of be, to give a bit more action items here for bringing healing back into the crown chakra, getting out into nature is such a big, big powerful trait with many chakras but specifically with the crown getting out into nature with as much as naked as possible (laughs) as much clothes off as possible getting that skin in relation to the sun right the sun balancing your circadian rhythm the sun tells us where our hormonal clock is at you could sit with an intention connecting to nature connecting to a higher power right being in in nature, in a way of unbound place, not putting restrictions of time on it, right? You're seeing all these themes, you go into meditation, right? Nature is a big one for the crown chakra. So if you want to tick off a couple of boxes to connect back into that crown, to bring it back more into balance,
1: that's what I would do. I would look at that. So I'll leave it there with the crown. I hope that
0: resonates. Hope that makes sense. Hope that lands. Hope that gives you some beautiful action items to begin this journey. And with that, we come to the end of all of the chakras. And I want to, a couple of things I want to add in here, just as we wrap this up, and I want to make sure you're hearing. So I said a lot of stuff. (laughs) I said a lot of things. I said a lot of elements. I shared a lot of tools. I shared a lot of perspectives and stories. But you, what you need to remember, much like every other element of our being, the chakra system works integratively and holistically. So, one, I don't want you to be overwhelmed by all of the things. What you need to do is take it one step at a time and work on the one thing that's in front of you. Right? So if you're using the chakra system as a way to heal, tune into yourself and work out what you need right now in this moment. Maybe what you need right now is to get out in the sun and connect to that crown. Maybe what you need right now is to connect to the sacral, the inner child, and be abundant in your creative expression. Maybe what you need right now is to define more of your truth in your solar plexus, nourish that gut with some beautiful, vibrant food, and then speak your truth to the people that you care about that's just an example but tune in and realize they work holistic, holistically like i mentioned they all impact each other they're not working in isolation they're working synergistically together so the way that you do one thing is the way that you do all things you connect to the crown that is most likely supporting your root you connect to that throat that is most likely supporting that solar plexus you get the idea if you need more help with this if you need a reminder, if this podcast is not enough for you, I would also recommend reaching out to me. I do have a course on chakra healing, signs and symptoms, self-love through the chakras. Uh, so let me know, reach out to me, DM me, send a review with feedback, whatever you feel called. my email, all my show, all my details will be in the show notes. So you can work that out. I'll put a link to the course as well. So I'd recommend doing that. Uh, I hosted it with the beautiful Dr. Taggy. So you'll see her voice, her perspective on all this. We share similar views and understandings i also want you to realize that i'm also here to for one-on-one support so a big part of my coaching is the chakra system and helping it integrate into your trauma healing helping you integrate it into your moving through chronic pain helping you integrate it through getting back into your physical body and healing and doing all these elements so if you feel called Definitely reach out to me. We can talk about working together and, and incorporating all of these chakra elements that we've been talking about. I also want to mention, as I did at the start, I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. I would love to hear what you thought of it, right? what, how it made you feel. And if you can leave a review on this podcast, I'm also going to start picking Prizes. I'm going to start picking people that, you know, I'll pick the best review and I'll start reading them out. And I'm going to choose a winner and I'm going to give away some of these courses. So the chakra course being one of them. And I would also just love, as I mentioned at the start, you know, what you want more of. So more of the chakras, more of the inner child. What do you want for extra bonus sessions? So with that, we did it beautiful souls. I hope uh, you got a lot of value and insight out of this discussion, this chakra healing part two today. I love you very much. And I'm so grateful that you're tuning in to this journey that I'm going on with this podcast. Uh, I wish you a wonderful morning, evening and afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'll see you next time for a regular session and weekly schedule of the Cosmic Love Antenna. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon. Bye everyone.
1: Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R.